Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Who does a weekly wrap-up in the middle of the week? We do. That's who. <laughs> Hawksby Podcast starts right now. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds. One. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. This episode is the first of our series. Um, we're just going to call it the weekly wrap, right? So we are doing a. Um, we're trying something new. We're trying to um, always reinvent ourselves, right? This is year 10, and you always got to kind of keep reinventing yourself. So what I wanted to do this season, I wanted to do weekly wraps on the Atlanta Hawks. Now, um, ideally, I would like to do these weekly wraps on a Sunday, not a Wednesday. But um, since the Hawks had a few days off, I figured I would kind of just kind of do a test run to see how the podcast did uh, and just kind of see if the content w- was valuable and, and see how you guys, uh, what you guys thought of it. So do me a favor. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Let us know what you think about the weekly wraps, of course, when we're finished. But <laughs> just let us know what you think, what you uh, I, I got some um, I got some mailbag questions, too. So we're going to kind of just give a wrap of the week that's what we're going to kind of do and i i want to do this i'm probably going to do this on a video platform so i may do this on our facebook our youtube um i don't even know twitter allows you to go live anymore i don't know but uh, i'm looking to maybe involve the video content of this but uh i don't know man We'll, we'll see we'll see so looking back on the week um well first of all first of all let me do this let me show some respect let me show some respect shouts out to the las vegas aces aja wilson is her (laughs) she is her listen a championship effort tonight by the las vegas vegas aces back-to-back champs aja wilson just picking that team up on her back and just getting another championship back to back, and um, 
she deserves all the kudos. She deserves it all. She just played a phenomenal game and salute to the aces. And I just tweeted this out from the Hawks beat account. And I'm going to say this. You guys know I cover the Atlanta Dream. And I'm going to just say this. It's going to be lit next year when Ryan Howard brings that championship home to Atlanta. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. All right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get into this Atlanta Hawks talk. Atlanta Hawks um, have four preseason games that we kind of want to glance at. So we're not going to go back and look at all of the games. We're going to kind of look at it uh, from a generic point of view, right? So um, out of the four preseason games, the Hawks have gone um, – Three and one. They've won all of their home games and they lost the game up in Indiana. So that, of course, was the game that uh, Trey and DeJounte didn't play. But the three home games were very um, good showings of the Atlanta Hawks. And I'll say this. Wins and losses in the preseason aren't really that important. Well, they're not important to the team (laughs) or the coaching staff. They're more so for the players. But nevertheless, um, Hawks are three and one. Um, they showed, had very good showings in the preseason. Um, so I'll just say this from like a general standpoint, you know, um, and again, it's a preseason sample size. So take that for what it is, what I've liked for this team. I've, and I've said this in the recent pods, if you've missed them, um, these games at home that they've won, 108, 107, 103, 102, 110, 105, these are close games. So that is good experience from your bench, from your second team, from your third team guys, uh, just showing like, yo, we're playing close games. Like, yes, it's preseason. Yes, it's preseason. We get it. We get it. But still being able to execute is a good thing it's an ex- it's a good thing and i will say this man it's looking like i will say this it's looking like the hawks have a lot of depth on this team and when you look at some of the the teams that are going to be there in the eastern conference and some of these teams that are are slated to be top dogs like boston you know that that's kind of one of the first teams that come to mind to me i kind of question their depth you know, you look at a Boston Celtics team. Yes, they have a really good starting five. Outside of that, you got what? Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, Al Horford. Hawks got a better defense than that. I mean, Hawks got a better bench and a better 6 through 10. Hell, they got a better 6 through 15 if you're, if you're going stack for stack, you know. And so, I mean, this Hawks team has tremendous potential this year. So, um, the potential is there. So from a general standpoint, I thought that um, this team has just looked good. They looked they've looked together. And like I haven't seen that in a while. Like they've really looked together, like on the court, off the court, like um, just they just look together. Like I wish I was kind of more in the locker room like I was in years past, but you know, COVID. But anyway, um, this team just looks together and that is a good thing. You know, they look together on the court and look together off the court. So um, that, of course, is a good thing um, from an individual standpoint. Let me just kind of run through the starters real quick and just give you some really quick um, sweeping takeaways from what I have seen thus far from some of the guys. All right. So starting with Clint. 
Um, I thought Clint has looked fine. You know, he's only played two games, 15 minutes a game, uh, grabbing five boards, seven points in, you know, the preseason. And listen, you don't really need to see a lot from Clint. <laughs> he is done. You know, he's a big man. And like I said all the time, big men don't get healthier. So you always want to watch his minutes, watch his games. You kind of want to have him on a pitch count because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you want Clint being healthy come playoff time. That's what you want. That's what you want. So, um, yeah, I thought Clint has looked fine. Uh, Sadiq Bey, I'll, I'll say this about Sadiq Bey, and I'll talk a little bit more about Sadiq Bey because one of the, the mailback questions is about Sadiq Bey. I've said this before in, in a previous pod. He looks bigger. He looks, um, and dare I say, he looks better defensively. And and I and, and I think that as a team, they look better defensively. You know, so that's kind of a team scheme thing. Uh, I I still think that he's not a good defender, but if he can listen, if he can just kick that defensive acumen up just a little bit, right? If he can just play a little bit better defense. <laughs> your boy's gonna cash out he's gonna cash out i'm telling you he's gonna cash out and so i don't know how some of you may feel about that because when when athletes get their money a lot of teams a lot of things start to change about what player is the money don't change the player it don't you know he's still gonna be who he is so it it, it just i'm just letting you know right now if they give him a bag don't i don't want to hear nothing you know what i'm saying because we know what it is and that's the game um, DeAndre Hunter, only one game sample size. Uh, again, in the last pod, I thought he looked fine. He didn't look like he was hobbled. Uh, I hope that the bruise was, was very minor and I just hope that he's ready for day one, but one game sample size with DeAndre thought he looked fine. Um, DJ, um, he looks to me, he looks to me like he's locked in a little bit more defensively. And I and again, I think that's more of the scheme that Quinn that, that, that is running. I, I just think everyone is kind of buying in a little bit more and, and playing with a little bit more effort. Now, here's my hope. I hope that it's not just a honeymoon type thing, right? Like, I hope this is like who you guys are trying to be and not like, oh, we're just trying to impress the new coach, right? So... Um, that's what I'm hoping. And that's what I'm hoping. And last, but definitely not least, Trey, listen, what, what can you say? The boy is ready. <laughs> the boy is ready. He looks good. He looks ready. Uh, we, we've seen some of the off ball stuff that, that Quinn has, has, in, uh, that has thrown into the offense. Everybody's excited. I have no concerns with Trey. You know, uh, he's played three games, a little bit under 15 minutes a game. A little bit under 20 minutes a game. I'm sorry. He's averaging 17 minutes a game, 15 points a game. Look, he's ready. Like, he's ready. You know what I mean? So, like, and, and I wouldn't even be mad if he sat out the last preseason game. I doubt that will happen. I, I, I think that the last preseason game is usually kind of like a test run. So, I, I said this on the last pod. Uh, you might even see the starters play a little bit more minutes this next uh, preseason game in Philly. But, um we will see the bench. All right. <laughs> I, I minimized my notes and I didn't see it. That's my fault. Uh, the bench. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, let's start with bogey. I'll say, look, 
Bogey has been healthy for the first time in a long time, probably since the first time since he even got here. Because I mean, when he first got here, he didn't play like the like the, the preseason. He was dealing. He's always been dealing with something. Bogey's finally healthy. Now, he's not shooting the ball well from three. I, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about that. And it's funny because folks had all everything to say about A.J. Griffin, you know, but he's actually shooting better from three than Bogey is. Bogey's shooting 16% from three-point range. Let me say that again. Bogey's shooting 16% from three-point range. Am I worried? Absolutely not. Not in the slightest. Bogey's played three games. Um, listen, he's going to be fine. He's fine. He's healthy. No concerns at all about Bogey. And while I'm at it, no concerns about A.J. Griffin. I said this last game. You know, some folks had some stuff to say, and I thought it was funny. I thought it was giggle, you know. Uh, but last game, A.J. Griffin had a really good game. He looked like, you know, he looked like the one that everybody expects him to, like everyone expects him to be. So um, A.J.'s been averaging a shade around 20 minutes a game. Um, eight points a game. He's shooting 36% from the field, 25% from three, which is better than bogey, which is crazy. You know, folks, folks want to give smoke to where folks want to give smoke. So be careful what you give energy to. All right. I'll just say that. Be careful what you give energy to. Um, who else did I want to touch on as far as the bench? Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson has looked really good he may even be the story of the preseason um he's played four games averaging um shade under 20 minutes a game nine points a game four rebounds four assists he's been finishing he's been uh he's been looking better defensively everybody has liked what they have seen out of jalen johnson and uh, he looks like the future, like he looks like the future and the future might be here sooner rather than later, you know, um, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um yeah, Jalen has been impressive. He's been really impressive to me. I said in um I don't know which pot it was, I think it was number eight, but uh his passing has been what has really surprised me. I didn't realize he was I mean, I, I knew he was a good rebounder because I used to cover his college park games. I covered one of the college park games, he had like damn near 20 rebounds. But um, he's just really surprised me as a passer. He seems like he's making better decisions. We knew he could be athletic. He can finish. Um, <laughs> he can't quite finish like JC, but that's fine because JC has a special skill set. You know, I think it was the second preseason game. Trey threw him an alley-oop. And it was just a shade too high. <laughs> it was just a shade too high. Like, look, my boy, you're not throwing the number 20 anymore. You know, you got to bring it down just a tad. Jalen can go up and get it now. He can go up and get it. But, uh, yeah, is he's not throwing a JC anymore. But 
really liked what I've seen from uh, Jalen Johnson. So salute to those three guys. Those are the guys I want to head on the bench. And last, before I get to the, uh, I got some mail. I got I got three mailbag questions I want to get to. But uh, let me run through the rookies real quick. Um, as far as the rookies are concerned, you got Kobe, Seth, Mo, the major guys who everyone is looking at. I'll say this: Kobe Buffkin. Um, he's played four games, about twenty minutes a game. There's nothing statistically that jumps out at you that he's done has just wowed you. Um, I think that he's looked fine. I think that he's looked fine. Like I really liked his um, how he gets to his spot, how he's moved. I love his confidence. I really like the kid. I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, what do I see for him this year? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, I, 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 well, I'll say that for the mailbag, but I, I like what I've seen out of Kobe. Uh, outside of the game in Indiana, he's had three really good games, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, he's had three really good games. Seth, I'll say this about Seth. Seth Lubkin is making the most of his opportunity. Seth has played all four games. He's only averaging seven minutes a game, but he's averaging five points. Seth gets in there, and he's like, look, it's go time. (laughs) He's been shooting. He's been blocking shots. And it's been crazy because... He's been playing like critical minutes. Like, yes, it's been seven minutes, but they're like crunch time minutes. So he'll get in the game and he just starts shooting. You know what I'm saying? And he's had two big blocks the last couple of games. And so you're like, okay, we knew the boy can shoot, but he out here getting blocked shots. You know, so hey, salute to Seth Lundy. I think he's going to kill College Park this season. I, I really look forward to him developing. And on that same note, Mohammed Gay, I think that he is going to uh, really do well. Now, he's not on a two-way, so I'm really anxious on how the Hawks are going to work with his development. If nothing else, you know, he's going you know, he, he to develop in practice. You know, well, actually, no, he's not. Let me, let me retract that. No, he's not. <laughs> because during the season, they don't be practicing like that. But, I mean, I think that developing is going to be part of, of Quinn's system. So, I don't think that it's going to be like a Nate McMillan situation. No shade to Nate McMillan. But, uh, yeah, you know, so um, I look forward to seeing what Mo Gay will be. I just don't think his time is now. I just don't think his time is now. All right. So, that is the rookies, the bench. I think I covered all the individual guys really quick. I have three mailbag questions that I want to get. So if you want to shoot me any mailbag questions, I'm always taking mailbag questions. So um, you can hit me on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, <laughs> at Hawksbeat. Or you can email me at um, Hawksbeat at uh, thehawksbeat.com. Um, so first question, a guy uh, named Jeff, he said... Jalen has looked good. Should he start at the four? And this is crazy because I was just tweeting with somebody about this. Um, I think two or three days ago. And I'll say this. Jalen has had a really good preseason. A really good preseason. 
And so the idea of him starting to me, I would be okay with it. But if you ask me, who would I rather start at the four, Jalen or Sadiq? My vote, my vote would be for Sadiq. Uh, he's a, he's more veteran. He he looks like he's ready for it. Like he don't bulked up. He look bigger. He's been playing that bully ball. You know what I'm saying? And if you're running a system where you're trying to stretch the floor, and you need a guy that can just shoot that corner ball three, Sadiq is your guy. You know, of course, there's defensive issues there. But for me, I would like to see Sadiq Bay start at the four. But if they went with Jalen Johnson, I wouldn't be upset. I would understand it. Because even if you run Sadiq off the bench, you got that scoring punch with Bogey in that second unit. And I think that will be fine as well. So to answer your question, should he start at the four? I'm kind of 50-50 on it. If he does, I'm cool with it. But if he doesn't, I could understand why. And I would actually prefer to have him come off the bench. So um, either way, you're good. Because if you have Jalen Johnson coming off the bench, that's versatility that you can run with Bogey in that second unit. So, I mean, the Hawks are in a good position. Either way, either way, they're in a good position. I've always said it doesn't really matter who starts the game anyway. It matters who finishes the game, you know? So um, that's kind of more advantageous to... uh, That's more important, I would say, um, who's finishing the game and who's getting those important minutes. Thank you for your question. Next question. I forgot to write down who sent me this, (laughs) Uh, but they asked me, um, has Kobe showed enough to make the rotation? (sighs) No. (laughs) Like the simple answer is no. Uh, He's been good, and I think that, I mean, he may have shown enough to get He's been getting more minutes above Patty Mills, but we know what Patty Mills is. Patty Mills is a locker room guy. You know, he's kind of a figurehead. Um, I think Kobe has shown enough to be the 10th man. Unfortunately, I think Quinn is going to run a nine-man rotation on most nights. I think he's going to run a nine-man rotation on both nights. On most nights, I think that Kobe's going to get some burn, though. I don't. I don't. Again, I don't think it's going to be a situation where you're not going to see Kobe. He's going to get some burn. But I don't think he's going to be a regular rotation guy. Last question. Um, and I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'm going to do better with getting your names on these questions. I promise you. I really threw this out together at the last minute. Uh, fan asked me, I really like Mo Gay. Is he being overlooked for playing time? I, everybody likes Mo. And, and Mo is going to be a crowd and fan favorite this year, if for no other reason that he's not going to get no playing time. <laughs> he's not. He's going to get a little bit of playing time. But there's always that one guy, and it's going to be Mo Gay this year. You know, he's going to be the backup quarterback. And the reason I say that is because folks always say the backup quarterback is the most loved player in the city. Because, you know, they get all the love because it's always like, oh, if he was playing, things would be different, right? But, you know, he's not going to get that much burn. He's going to be kind of in a Kobe situation. And I don't think he's going to get as many minutes as Kobe. You know, he wasn't drafted as high as Kobe, and he hasn't. I just, nah, you just not. And it's nothing against the kid. I still think that he has a lot of development that he needs to do. Um. I'm not sure what the situation is on him being able to play games in College Park, but 
Um, I would love to see him develop in College Park, too. So um, I don't know how they're going to work it, but I really like Mo Gay, and I think he's going to be an asset to this team. Um, guys, I did not mention Miles Norris, Patty Mills, Garrison Matthews, uh, Wesley Matthews, those guys, kind of like your third teamers. I'm fine with all those guys. I just didn't want to talk about them, like, <laughs> specifically. No shade to the third-teamers. That's just, you know, it. yeah, it's, that's just what it is. So I like those guys. If you would like to hear more on those guys, let me know. And maybe in the next Hawks rap, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about those guys, all right? So um, in the weekly rap, we've talked about the four games that the Hawks have played. Uh, we've talked about some of the individual guys on the roster, and we're going to look forward. So that's what I want this rap to be. The rap is going to be looking backwards, looking forward, and kind of looking how the players have played from an individual standpoint and how they have played from a team standpoint. So looking at the week that is upcoming. So this is Wednesday. So um, let's just go seven days from now, right? So um, their next game is on Friday, which is October the 20th. That's going to be their final preseason game against the Philadelphia 76ers. I fully expect that to be like a dress rehearsal game. Then they're going to have one, two, one, two, three, four days off Uh and they're going to open the season next week on Wednesday. They're going to open it in Charlotte um, against LaMelo Ball and them. <laughs> that is going to be game one. Then, then it's go time, right? And so that's kind of a week from now. But um, first game is going to be that Wednesday. First home game is going to be versed in New York Knickerbockers on that Friday. So uh, in the next week. Um, you're going to have Philly, you're going to have Charlotte, and you're going to have New York. Um, they do have a game next Sunday. I mean, Sunday, that 29th. So I'm not sure when we will do our wrap. We may do our wrap in the middle of the week, or it's going to be in the end of the week. So that's what we're going to do. Our wraps are going to be either in the middle of the week or the end of the week, but we're going to be wrapping up a week of basketball. So that is it, folks. <laughs> that is it. We're going to put a bow on this podcast again. Shout out to the Las Vegas Aces for being champions, for winning champions, and uh, for, for, for winning the championship of the WNBA, and uh, salute to them. So it's going to be fun when that WNBA championship comes to Atlanta. It's going to be fun when the NBA championship comes to Atlanta, right? Yeah, I could dig it. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow on this podcast. And we are going to let you guys know, like we do at, in, at the end of every episode, with our saying, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We are Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.